Welcome to Legacy Builder, the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth. And I'm your host, Lori Richardson. So you're ready to create the life you want to live? All right, let's go. If this is your first time listening or first time here, my name is Lori. I'm host of the Legacy Builder podcast, and I'm super, super excited about the guest that we have today. The guest that we have today is Ms. Brianna Williams, who is a former military service member. Thank you for your service, Brianna. And she is now spreading financial literacy, all about creating legacy through life insurance and protecting your hard-earned coins. So, Ms. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us here on the Legacy Builder podcast and gracing us with your presence. If you could, please introduce yourself a little bit more <laughs> than what I did. Well, thank you for the invite. Uh, most definitely, you know, we've been knowing each other for years. Definitely, mm-hmm. we've had multiple conversations about business and so forth and so on, and even on a personal note, too. But uh, so thank you for the invitation. But my name is Brianna, like she said. Um, I'm a little country girl from Arkansas, y'all. Um, <laughs> I like to use the words ain't y'all and finna. So if some of those slip, you know, just know that I'm very professional, but I like to make sure that I just keep everything, um, like a, a family situation. Like I want authentic. everyone to just be yeah, authentic. I want everyone to be comfortable and know they can talk to me. Um, and like she said, I served 12 years in the Navy. Um, it's starting to get like, no, it's time to get out. Everyone knows when it's time to get out. So I separated and then money is in everything that we want, love, need, hope for. So I'm like, I might as well learn about money, apply those rules to myself and also share with other people. Awesome. Awesome. So you said that you, of course, 12 years in the Navy and got out. So you got out uh, at the height of the pandemic we were talking about. Well, mm-hmm. the height, because it was what, 2020 going into 2021. Um, and so once you got out, what what then? Like, what was next? Man, so I got out. Um, I thought I was going to do a nine to five job. Um, I was just praying, like, come on, please. If there's anything else besides a nine to five job, because if you're in the military or you may be a military spouse or just know someone in the military, it's 24 hours. Okay. There yeah. isn't really a um, off of work because mm-hmm. you can get called right back in. Mm-hmm. So um, I wasn't really looking for it. I just know that I'm in San Diego. My ship was leaving. And so I'm like, I'm about to be alone. Okay. There's no one here that I know. Mm-hmm. So I actually went to like a, a woman's group just to meet new people. Um, and one of my great friends now, Rashandra, she was there and she was just like, I got something you may want to be, you might want to look into. So she showed me what I was, what she was doing. Um, and I was like, wait, I'm already doing this. Cause I was already doing it because years prior, I was already thinking about separating from the Navy. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I already have this. I'm already invested in this. And she was like, well, if you believe in it, you might as well go ahead and just share the information with the people. So that's how I stumbled into the financial industry. Um, and it was like, hey, you become your own boss. I've always wanted to do that, have my own business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. So you had a friend, of course, introduce you to what it is that you do now, um, continuing on, but just kind of solidifying it and having uh, a company that you can kind of align yourself with. And then, of course, you know, continue to, to help families and individuals. Right. Right. OK, cool. Awesome. Awesome. So can you kind of break down, you know, 
um, what it is that you offer as far as like the, the services. Um, I know we talked about, you know, financial literacy, building legacy, and also um, doing this through life insurance. So a lot of people don't know that, you know, they can actually use life insurance to do this. Some people are, um, when they think life insurance, they think death right away. And they're kind of taken aback by it. And they're like, nah, I, I don't want to deal with it or whatnot. Or they just, you know, sign the dotted line on the basic life insurance that their company, you know, offers or whatever. So can you kind of go into and explain um, a little bit, I guess, more about um you know, life insurance and the ways that you can use it to, of course, start building the uh, the financial, you know, the solid foundation. Yeah. So I utilize life insurance as a vehicle to make money, to grow money and to protect money. Um, like you said earlier, we've been told the life insurance is just when we pass away, the money goes to our family. And that's more, that's death insurance, basically. So as much money as we have to have, to come into the world as far as, you know, having kids, we got to have money to even leave the world. It's kind of crazy. But what we know about life insurance is that's death insurance. So life insurance is what we can use now while we're still living. And so with the life insurance, the biggest thing is everything is individually owned. Um, I also structure it to fit each person. So you know how nothing's wrong with any other thing. Nothing's wrong with any other strategy. But right now, the the number one strategy for retirement is 401ks, right? But the 401ks is just like a free for all. It's there's nothing like tailored to your goals and your wants and what age you want to take care of this and so forth and so on. So the life insurance, I'm a- actually able to structure it based on a person's wants, needs, and desires. Um, when do you want to tackle that goal? Or, you know, when do you want to retire? Or um, how much money do you want to have? when you retire or for that goal. So now I'm able to structure it specifically to that person, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also able to structure it to that person's needs. So yes, we still like we still need life insurance for, let's say, you know, when we pass away and give it to our family, that's still something that needs to be there. Right? So what I do is I separate it. So we'll have something for what you can use now in the present day while you're still on this side of life. And then we can also set something up where you can have it for when you pass on. Now for that one, a lot of people are actually underinsured and they don't realize it because they don't, people look for what's least expensive or less expensive. Like how can I save a dollar or two? And when you do that, and don't take into account, well, you have kids. You own a house. You have a few cars out here. You are in debt. Okay. So if you don't have <laughs> if you don't take those into consideration and how much you actually need in life insurance, you pass away and now all that falls into the lap of your spouse, your significant other, and your family. Right. So that's why I mean people can be underinsured. And even military, military is definitely underinsured because they give us that $400,000 from the beginning to the end. And they think that, oh, you're covered. But if you have a house in California, your mortgage or your, um, the house itself is $400,000, if not more. Mm -hmm. Do do we really want to leave that to our spouse to pay? So, and you know, and and it doesn't increase 
because you can have that $40,000 for no kids and you can have a whole house full of kids. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't grow. So that's the biggest thing. I hope I answered your question. So, but that's how I'm able to utilize life insurance for, you know, now while you're still living to be able to utilize the money now and later for your family. Yes. Yes. Now you did answer that question. And then also, I know we've kind of talked about this before offline, um, especially with you, you know, separating from the military. So your focus right now is more so helping military families, right? Yes and no. Like I help any and everybody, but the military, specifically Navy, that's my Mm -hmm. heart. 12 mm-hmm. years there, like, hey, you say I'm in the military, I, I'm there for you 100%. Of course. Um, but yeah, I help any and everybody. It doesn't matter. Okay, cool, cool. So, but also in addition to that, let's kind of discuss a little bit more about the military. Um, a lot of people think that being in the military, that military service members make a lot of money. Um, and <laughs> with me being a spouse and you being, you know, separate from the military, we both know that that is not the case. <laughs> no. And that so was I, one of my, that was one of my reasons of even getting out. Cause I was on the mm-hmm. fence and one day, like, I remember I'm like, okay, let's think about this even more. Cause this is a, a big jump. Okay. Like right. 12 years, I have eight years to retire. People looking at me like I'm cross-eyed and like, what are you doing? What are you, mm-hmm. why would you get out now? You have eight more years. Uh, but I actually took my, I took my hours of work those two weeks. And then, you know, did the math about how much I was getting. I was only getting paid $3 an hour. So for me, I'm like, come on. I'm worth yeah. more than that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, and I, I do, because I do see, you know, the amount of hours that, you know, service members work, of course, with living with one. And um, like you said, it's a 24-hour job. And then, yes, there are perks. And they try to, uh, of course, um, offer perks. Um, but again, like you said, the, when it comes down to it, it's still pennies, you know, that mm-hmm. um, are given overall. So, like, what are some of the things that you talk about with service members now and or spouses now that they can do to in order to start to, of course, you know, use the funds wisely and then, of course, have a sort of a nest egg or a fallback on when they do, you know, something does happen? Because, again, even though, you know, um, you think you have that that cushion with being in the military there there are things that can happen where you will pretty much be out they'll they'll say kick you out or make you separate or or say we no longer need your service thanks and mm-hmm. some you know some cases you may get a severance package in some cases you may not so what are some of the things that you know you discuss with you know anyone that comes to you now that it is in the military or um could be retired and say hey well no i'm sorry this just go back to just being in the military now and saying hey these are some of the things that you need to do now in order to, you know, start uh, to prepare yourself. The younger you are, it's time to start like immediately because you mm-hmm. have time on your hands. You know, right. it's going to grow. Your money's going to grow a lot faster. So I know I went in. I think I was thinking I'm from Arkansas. I'm now in the military. I got money in my pocket. Oh, I'm good. I'm golden. Right. Mm-hmm. But I really, 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 really wish that I had started longer or earlier in my Navy career. Mm-hmm. So if you're 18, 19 years old and you're not thinking of the future, you're already behind. So for those ages, start now, putting money away now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will also say for just anyone else or whatever, it's not too late. You can always start with something. 
um, the biggest thing is to start writing down the goals mm -hmm. because you may say, oh, I'm only going to be here for four years and then I want to get out. What does a lot of people say that I want to do four years and get out, including myself, reenlistment came along, looked at the bank account, no girlfriend, let's go ahead and put four more. <laughs> right. Or they say, hey, we'll give you the extra, you know, a little bit to keep you here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and then I will also say, do your homework because it's not necessarily about how much money you're putting away. It's also going to be based on what vehicle you're using. Because I've sat down with many chiefs who are ready to retire. And it's not just about retirement, but I just want to use it because it's really easy to grasp as an right. example. But I sat down with many chiefs and they've been in for 20 years, 22 years, and they're ready to retire. And I have to explain to them, unfortunately, you're not ready. You're not really prepared, you know, to retire. Right. Um, right. Because they didn't understand how the TSP works. They didn't understand the ins and outs and the taxes and everything else. So make sure you understand the vehicle that you're putting your money into, how it works and, um, and so forth and so on. Um, I will also say, I know 12 years in, we think the Navy, the, the, the service community is just it. If I need any help, I'm only going to talk to people in the military. Get out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> talk to, yes. Talk to civilians as well, because you'll be surprised as how much more information you will get from a civilian compared to just people that's in the military or federal workers. Because if you think about it, you know, you don't like to say it, but being in the military wearing the uniform, you are government property. Mm -hmm. So they're going to only give you what's available to you under the umbrella of the government. Right. When there could be, for example, using insurance, which is not under the umbrella of the government, that can be a lot better and you will see a lot more fruits of your labor, mm -hmm. um, but they're not going to show that to you, if that makes sense. So yes, that, those are some of the things. Yes, that definitely makes sense. I, I want to come back to that, but then can you also really quickly, for you mentioned the TSP, um, for those that don't know what TSP is, can you um, talk about that a little bit? So TSP is just a thrift savings plan. It's the military, government, contractor, any type of government employer, employee, it's their version of the 401k. It's super similar, very pretty much the same thing, basically. Um, with the TSP, you know, there's different funds you can put your money into, um, different things in nature. So everyone knows the G fund. The G fund is the, the most safe. Um, it's the most safe, but you don't grow a lot of money in that fund. So the G um, fund is the government fund? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you don't you don't grow a lot of money in that fund because it is the safest one. Mm -hmm. And a lot of information you can go to TSP.gov and look at the the returns or rate of return. You type in TSP.gov rate of returns. Mm -hmm. And you will get an actual like spreadsheet of each each um I guess pot of money or each different um fund that you can disperse your yeah. accountant or your funds into yeah you can look at that mm -hmm. and you can look over the year like this year alone the stock market has been a bear market so we've been yeah. down 20 30 percent mm -hmm. so you can look along each one see where you're at and see how much money you've lost 
Um, and this even, and I had a, talk, a conversation the other day with someone in service. I'm like, even people who are retired right now, mm-hmm. they're losing money. They're, yeah. They were down like 4%. Yeah. So just imagine you're retired and you're taking money out the account to live off of, but you're still losing money. Right. Yeah, you're that's from. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And so, um, so going back to also another um, part that you talked about was, you know, being property uh, of the government, and you know, just being under that government government umbrella. Um, I wanted to touch on that because I I really do feel like, um, you know, especially for those who just jumped right out of high school, um, and then jumped into you know the navy. Um, or and or any other of the other branches or whatnot. It's like when you go through that boot camp, that's like where they reprogram you and reprogram your mind and your mindset mm-hmm. to, you know, in order to be able to handle, you know, what may be coming your way. Um, and so a lot of times um, you can tell with service members who've been in for a very long time since, you know, just coming out of high school is that they still have that mindset where they are, yes, you are a, a uh, government property, um, and it's funny because it kind of like in hindsight, if you think about it, we're all government property. As soon as we, uh, especially if you're born into the states, once we're given that number <laughs> that's attached to us or whatnot. Um, but you know, going back to being a service member, it's like they think, oh, only like you said, let me only figure out and only do things um, that the 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 government offers me and gives me under this. And so they don't think about going, like you said, going outside and actually getting additional insurance or, um, you know, investing in the stock market outside of the TSP. So I really think that, you know, what you're doing and um, the messages that you're spreading is amazing because, yes, there's other programs to help, you know, um, military members and, and a lot of nonprofits, but you don't have to just depend on that. You can go outside of that. It's okay. Like, um, you're not doing anything wrong. <clears throat> you're not, you know, um, cheating on anybody, you're like you're in a relationship. It's, it's not like you're cheating on your spouse, or not like you're cheating on anybody, or whatever. If you go outside and actually think outside of the box, um, so let's kind of go into um, some of the, the I guess, the, the programs and that you um, work with, um, that you offer um, through the companies. Because I know that um, we discussed you work with um, it's World Market Financial Group. Um, is the the company that you have aligned yourself with, um, but they also have partnerships with many other uh, organizations and companies who offer you know different products. So can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So I partnered with um, Transamerica, Voya, um, Prudential, Pacific Life, Nationwide. I'm not gonna sing the jingle because I have no pipes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's so many more. Um, Fidelity, um, it's, it's be, I represent like over 100 companies. And I love that because now I can really hone in on what the family wants and needs. And now I'm able to go and say, these are your options. So I'm, I'm the broker, basically, between the family, the individual, the business, and the companies. Um, also, didn't want to throw this out here. All my services are complimentary. So I actually charge the client, I mean, charge the customer, or no, sorry, charge the company, not the client. Because my biggest thing is keeping money in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Um, That's on the the front end and the aft end, because sometimes you talk to sit sit down with people, you got to have like X amount of money before you even sit down with them. Mm -hmm. Or 
and they say, oh, well, you're making money with us, so we're going to take a percentage of your money. With me, that's not the case. So whatever you make is all yours. Okay. And so a couple things that I help people with is, so if you have something in like a 401k, RA, things of the nature, um, I do FIAs, which are fixed index annuities. So that way you are able to stop the bleeding as far as the market volatility. So you can stop that. Um, now you will still have to pay taxes on this money. Okay. However, at least you're not going up and down when it comes to your growth. Also, the money that's growing is still attached to the stock market. So you're still linked to the stock market. The insurance companies are just going to pretty much protect the money. If that makes sense. You know, we got insurance on our dogs, our, our house, on our phones and cars. But when it comes down to it, what's insuring your money? Yeah. So <laughs> it's not making sense, but hopefully, you know, it will make sense to, you know, others who are out there. And if it's not making sense, then definitely pe if you're listening to this, you can, con we can connect, um, you know, with Brianna offline to get, you know, of course, further information. But yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's how that works. And um, with the fixed you know, the fixed index annuity, it's going to make sure that a person doesn't run out of money. Because a lot of older people, you know, growing up, I used to make fun of, like, the older people who used to work at Walmart and so forth and so on. Like, why are they here? But now that I'm matured, I'm like, oh, shucks. Unfortunately, this person probably ran out of money. So a lot of people are running out of money and yeah. have to go back to work. Um, so it's going to make sure that that doesn't happen. Um, I also use what we call Index Universal Lives. Mm -hmm. So... Yes, you do the same thing or similar things with like the whole life and so forth and so on. Not saying anything's wrong with anyone, um, but like your cell phones updates, then we have updates through technology and so forth and so on. Life insurance has updated also. So right now, the most updated one is the Index Universal Life. Once again, your money is still linked to the stock market, but the insurance company is keeping you from losing anything. And a lot of my clients are actually still making money while the stock market is down. Mm -hmm. So everyone's losing, some people losing money. So for some of my clients are still making money along the same time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So with that, um, it can be used for your kids. It can be, just, just imagine, like, I know my brother, he has three kids. Um, the baby is one. He just turned two. But... By the time he's 18, 19 years old, 20 years old, he already has money in the bank. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I graduated from high school. <laughs> I got a high five and good luck, right? <laughs> high five and good luck. And not because, like, our families wanted that, but because just the financial literacy wasn't there. So, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's common in a lot of, you know, black and, black and brown communities is mm -hmm. the financial literacy is not there because we don't know what we don't know. And there are a lot of gatekeepers who did not want us in the party, you know, they didn't want us there. So um, I'm, I'm also in the kind of like the same boat as you. My, my dad was retired military. And of course we had that, uh, was it not the GI Bill, but the- um, The post 9-11 or- No, not post 9-11. Um, pretty much where if we, if your kids actually wanted to go to college and if we stayed in state, then it was, it was free for us. But- of course, me, I'm a rebel. I didn't want to stay in, in the States. 
because um, the, the, the state I was in, Indiana, no offense, they didn't have any HBCUs that I wanted to go to. So I ended up going to Tennessee. And so my dad did have some some, some funds set aside, but it got to a point where he ran out and he was like, you got to get student loans. So, mm. yeah. So just like you said, that financial literacy piece, just not being there and us not knowing, um, you know, um, how to get funds, how to creatively get funds. And um, our parents not knowing how to creatively um save funds so that way you know it wouldn't be so hard on us yeah and even touching on the college thing right so Mm -hmm. a lot of people they want to just come in do four years and dip out well even now you can look this stuff up on the va.gov website when it comes Mm -hmm. to the gi bill for you to be able to have that money for your kids you have to have served for four years and agree to tack on six more Mm. wow so So you yeah, you have to serve at least 10 years to be able to have the money and give it to your, your spouse or your children. Mm-hmm. So if you don't plan on staying in for 10 years, then it's not going to be available to you. Awesome. To know that, that has changed. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you guys we read. We always need to make sure to read between the dotted lines and, and the fine print um, mm-hmm. of anything that we sign. So yeah, so let's actually segue... Um, I know you talked about, uh, you know, families and kids. And um, if I was coming to you or, you know, anyone um, listening, because, of course, um, the podcast is geared towards millennial um, women and um, mothers. Um, So if I were coming to you for service, um, how would, like, the process work? Mm -hmm. So we'll meet um, the first 15 minutes. We're probably going to talk. Just have a, a conversation. Because in one, I need to introduce you to me, you know, introduce myself and get to know each other a little bit. Um, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. And these questions may seem a little intrusive um, along the way, but they're really, the more I know what you, who you are, your habits, what you want, um, and what are these goals. And so the more I know, the more I'm able to help. Mm -hmm. So conversation, questions. Um, and then I'm going to definitely give you some education on, you know, how money grows, taxes, things of that nature. Um, ask you questions as far as what do you utilize at the moment? You know, what are your, what do you want this to do for you? Um, and then we're going to pretty much compare and contrast what you have at the moment. And then we're going to just see, hey, if these ideals work. Because I don't know if I can or cannot help you. I don't know, mm-hmm. right? And whatever I say, it may not fit with what you have. So by all means, if you sit down, don't think you're 100% obligated to just, you know, go with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the biggest thing. Education will be included. Um, ask a lot of questions. And then that first appointment is pretty much like to know each other. And then I go and do my homework. Go do some homework. Um, we'll schedule another follow-up appointment. And then on that appointment, we'll dive even deeper into different strategies. Um, and then we'll pretty much see, I'll give you an example um, of different things. And then we'll look into your finances even more. Um, and then we'll see where we can get you started. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't think that you have to come in automatically putting in three or four or $5,000. We just got to see where you're at. Um, so that way we can get you to where you want to be. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what about, and then also too, what about, um, 
I used to say everyone is uh, really sensitive about their finances now, especially now that, you know, everything going on in the economy. Um, what do you say to those who are kind of uh, nervous and or scared to go into depth about, you know, their finances with you during their appointment? Well, I think it just is going to depend on, look, all gloves off, what do you want? Do you want to, <laughs> do you want to deal with being uncomfortable now or be comfortable now and then years later be uncomfortable then? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think the last thing you want to do is sit back and be like, oh, man, I wish that I would have just went ahead and told her this. Because it's no judgment zone, believe me. I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to see what it is that you have, where you at, and just educate. That's my biggest thing. So that's the question. Do you want to be uncomfortable now or be uncomfortable later? Right. <laughs> Jesus, the, the latter. Which one do you want? So, yeah. Yeah, I love how you said there's a no judgment zone. So just know that, you know, you when you go in and you have your consultations or, you know, your, your initial meetings that you like to, of course, just talk and make, you know, your client comfortable. Um, mm -hmm. Because, again, this is, you know, uh, everything that we work for. We work hard for, you know, the money. And there's so many scams out there and, you know, people who may have prob probably been scammed um, before in the past, you know, that right. have, and they have that wall up and they're like, look. You know, I really want to get out of the situation I'm in, but, you know, I've been burned in the past. And I don't I don't want that to happen again. So I really love how, you know, you again, like you said in the beginning, you're authentic and you make, you know, um, your your clients comfortable um, and, and try to you know break that wall down a little bit. So then that way, again, you can set them up for uh, success in the future. And tell me that, like, if you have been scammed, let me know that up front. So that way we can probably even look into that, you know, and see what happened, how did it happen and what we can do so that doesn't happen. Um, and then also I wanted to bring up too, as far as you got, we brought the whole scamming part, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have access to our money and that may mm -hmm. not be scammers, but think about it. You got taxes, you have uh, wage garnishes, you have um, just different threats to our yeah. money, credit even the banks creditors. that we're holding our are holding our money for us, right? So there's different access. There's a lot of access to our money. The banks have access to our money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Using life insurance, no one has access to that money outside mm -hmm. of you. That's what I mean about protecting it. Yeah. So let's say, God forbid, someone did try to sue you. The bank or the the courts are not going to say, "Oh, go get Lori's life insurance policy." It's against the law. Mm. This is what the 5%, the 1% wealthy people are putting most of their money because it's no one can touch it. Mm -hmm. Not even the government can touch it. Mm -hmm. So when you're ready to start taking money out of that account, the IRS can't touch it because there's no taxes on this money. So mm -hmm. now your money is growing and, you know, we can make a lot of money, but the biggest key is keeping. Can we keep the money, right? Right. So right. that way, no one can touch the money. And even when it comes to like um, like probate, I, I also, also work with people when it comes to like um, their wills or trusts mm -hmm. or estates or business estates and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, I was just reading from, um, earlier or you know, a few months ago, um, recently, Miss Aretha Franklin, her estate just got settled and the government got most of it. Wow. 
even Black wow, Panther. It, it took a long time. Mm -hmm. Even Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman. Yes, it went into probate. Yeah, and then now there's what Offset, um, who just you know the rapper who just passed. They're fighting mm -hmm. over his estate. He was young and had a lot of money as well. And it's it's sad when you hear stories like that because you think, oh, you know, they're making a lot of money. So oh, they got a team. They got people behind them already. You know, making sure they're good. Someone actually challenged me on that one. They were like, oh, well, you know, I know people and they know people and I'm making money. I'm like, listen, I sit down with lawyers, doctors. It does not matter. And you'll be surprised. Like this doctor may have all the, the degrees in the world about medicine and how to save me if I have a heart attack, but they don't have financial literacy. And now this mm -hmm. person's house is in, is in foreclosure. Yeah. I know that for because I used to have a real estate business and we see the list like the mm -hmm. foreclosure list is public <laughs> that's not yeah. secret yeah. so just because you know you may be a doctor or lawyer or you make a lot of money like you just said the opposite the rapper it doesn't mean that they have the proper team behind them mm -hmm. give them the best you know advice so they can protect their money even Prince, Prince money went into probate so yeah. a lot of that we look up to like oh they're rich and famous they need literacy as well <laughs> yeah yeah literacy as well so yeah i do i do work with that when it comes to i, I don't do it myself i have mm -hmm. lawyers that i partner with mm -hmm. and they take care of those estates and business estates and business successions and things of that nature wow awesome awesome so you offer a lot. So we talked about the whole life insurance and then you just mentioned the business, the state, the trust, the probates. So that's a lot, <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> that you offer, which is awesome because again, it all goes under the, you know, that umbrella of again, protecting your money and being able to essentially have a peace of mind and knowing that, you know, if something happens, you have, you know, legit emergency funds um, that, you know, you can go back to. So um, I want to, of course, um, ask you before we wrap up. So if um, those who are listening um, want to actually get into, um, you know, using their talent to actually get into this business that you, you know, that you're doing, like, how would they be able to get into the business? Would they come under you? Or would they, um, you know, would, do you kind of, you know, coach on that? Um, can you touch on that yeah. a little bit? So, yeah, if someone is interested in doing that, um, we will have the conversation. Um, you know, I'll lay out, I'm very transparent, lay out the the business structure, the compensation, um, and so forth and so on. It, you have to be qualified to do it um, okay. as far as they look at the background check, um, make sure, you know, you're not, you don't have significant debt. I'm talking about, like, debt to the point you're going to commit espionage or something like that, right? Because um, <laughs> you're working with people's money, the last thing we yeah. need you to do to start selling people's social security. Um, yeah. But we'll look into like that background checks. You'll probably get like two or three background checks. If you have a question about will this come up, just ask um, because every state is different mm -hmm. and you will get licensed within your state. Um, okay. And then, of course, this training throughout. I know some people are like, well, I don't know anything about finances. Great, let's learn. Because um, the more you learn, the more we can share with other people. And in the beginning, you're not the person who's talking. So I'll be the person who's talking for you. Or we'll have, mm -hmm. we have an agency. So people who are, who've been doing this for some time, 
we'll be the person who's talking for you, you know, to mm -hmm. your friends and your family to help you build a business. Mm -hmm. um, and you are pretty much taking your notes and you're learning. But while you are learning, you're also earning money too. Got it. Got it. So you're getting the education and you're still making money and you're still helping your friends and family. That's awesome. Um, so I guess to put a name for it, is it you're like a certified financial broker or would it? Uh -huh, yeah, like, I'm a licensed. What would you get certified? Okay. Yeah, okay, so ahead. I'm an independent financial um, professional, independent financial professional. That's what I do. Okay. And that's what you would get the license in as well? Yes. Okay, cool. Awesome, awesome. Cool. This is awesome. Um, I want to... Thank you for kind of, I know it's a lot of information for, but you kind of encompassed it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the time that we have here, um, before we go, I do want to ask you one more question and then we'll, um, of course, talk about how um, those who are listening can reach out to you, but I'm implementing this in um, the um, uh, interviews that I'm doing from here through 2023 is um, asking all of our guests that are in the chair um, what does legacy mean to you? So I want to ask you that. What does legacy mean to you? That's funny that you asked this question because I just did like a, a reel on Instagram about legacy. Um, yeah, I have a second one. So legacy is two things. I think legacy is inheritance, right? That's money that we leave to our, our family. But it's also the repercussions. So the decisions that we make today are going to be given to our kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. That's the reason why a lot of families lack financial education because of the repercussions. Mm -hmm. No one taught us, right? So that's something that I feel like it, when I thought of that, I was like, I, I Googled it. I was like, what does legacy mean? Right. It's like repercussions. So I'm like, oh my goodness. So if I do anything off the wall, that's going to follow my kids. That's going to be... Mm -hmm. In them. And so, yeah, I think legacy is inheritance and repercussions. Love it. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ms. Brianna, for again, gracing your presence here on the podcast. Um, can you um, also let us know where our listeners can contact you um, and or reach out to you? Yeah. So I am on Instagram. Um, it's Brianna.d.williams. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Brianna Williams, um, but mostly if you just tag me on Instagram, that'd be the, the best place to, to reach me. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much again. Um, thank you so much for listening and or if you're watching this on our YouTube channel that um, if you have not heard about, we are now on YouTube. Um, thank you so much for watching. Um, again, my name is Lori with Legacy Builder. Please make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, uh, listen to on all of the major streams that you can listen to. And then also check out Miss Brianna because she has, again, if you heard, some great information about, you know, again, building wealth, having a foundation, and then also the different services that you can use in order to do this and to build onto your legacy. So um, um, please make sure, like I said, to um, check us out on all the major platforms. And we are now on Amazon Music. So if you have not heard us over there, you can listen to us over there. And then, of course, on our socials, um, we are on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, as well at Legacy Builder. And again, my name is Lori Richardson. So until next time, bye. Thank <laughs> you.
If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe from whichever platform you are streaming this from. And please also check out the website at www.legacy.co. That is www.legacy.co.